everyone. It is a glorious day here today in Melbourne. Welcome to Marketing Munchies, the podcast that will satisfy your appetite for marketing knowledge in under 30 minutes. I am LJ and I have been in the digital marketing space for the last 14 years working on small, big corporate brands um, in Australia and overseas. Um, and today I am joined with Matt Gillia, who is an amazing content marketer. Good morning, Matt. Hey, LJ. It's good to be on the Marketing Munchies and, and get into episode one. Yes, it is exciting. So tell us more about you, Matt. Yeah, so I'm a content marketer. I run a business called Content Hype. Um been doing sort of content marketing through that business for the last four years. But personally, I've been involved in different, I guess, forms of marketing for the last 10 years, either working in-house as, you know, the the marketing director for for different businesses. So touching all the different aspects of of marketing, but really content marketing, copywriting is where I see my specialty. And that's, that's where I took content hype. Amazing. And we are so lucky to have you here with us and working with us uh, all the time. So today... Our first episode, we're going to talk about a very popular topic. Yeah, you guessed it. It's AI and particularly ChatGBT. So, Matt, as a content marketer, what do you think of ChatGBT or any other AI tool? Yeah, so I spent a bit of the the summer break, I guess, playing with a few of the different AI tools. And, you know, I guess I brought my my experience as a copywriter to to that whole experience. And, you know, you can see that AI is going to play a massive role in the way that people oh, sort of definitely. create content, you know, moving forward. It's sort of inescapable. Um, but the the clear thing for me was that, you know, I guess as someone who does a lot of writing, for me, writing's always been sort of the quickest part of putting a piece of content together. Yeah. Um, it's the time that goes into the research, um, interviewing you know, people who who might have an interesting perspective on on, on the topics that we're talking about. Yeah. That stuff still takes time, and mm-hmm. you know, AI is going to play a great, I guess, role in sort of helping you to speed up that process. But the thing with any AI content is it's all it's all dependent on the quality of the input. Oh, so 100%. the the less you give the AI to work with, the worse the output's going to be. Um, and, you know, Google in particular, if we're talking from a, a content marketing SEO point of view, mm-hmm. um, Google's really interested in, in quality content, which is something that, that you'll know all about from, I guess, an, a pure SEO perspective. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned it because the other day, um, I guess when AI started, you know, people started talking about AI and using ChatGPT for different um, options, whether it was uh, meta titles or descriptions for um, Google ads or even content for their blogs, for example, Um Google was really quiet about everything and they went and said, look, it's probably going to be a spammy policy. So um, everyone was worried in the SEO space, um, obviously. But then I think as we were talking the other day, Google has started to, you know, let their guards down and realize that if you can't beat them, join them. Mm. So just recently they did announce on their blog that they've actually... It's, they can accept any content as long as it's quality content, regardless how it was produced. Yeah. Um, and I guess that comes back to what you were saying in in regards to whatever you enter uh, or tell the AI to write about. Uh, but yeah, maybe you can just give us an example because I, I've seen countless TikToks of how to use AI to generate money or how to use AI to get a uh, brilliant copy. So yeah. like, what is it like? What what should you tell yeah, the, I mean, the AI? Yeah, I mean, it's... it's- it's a tough one because people are now relying on the AI to do their research for them, which for me, 
is, I mean, the AI is just spitting out stuff that it's read or stuff that it's made up, right? Mm. So it's not really a great research tool in in my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, you're, you're much better off, you know, if we're talking about writing content for, you know, like one of our mutual clients, you know, if we're talking about tiles, you know, we're, yeah. we're trying to rank a tile shop. Yeah. Um, it's much better to just talk to the people that work in the store and have an understanding of what's really selling at the moment, what, mm. what sort of inquiries are they getting, what's in season, and then creating quality content around those particular topics or those products yeah. um, rather than relying on AI to, to try and tell you what people are, are looking for now. Um, because, I mean, ultimately, I mean, even ChatGPT, you know, its data is only up to, I think, 2021. Uh, yeah, so, correct. you know, it's not, it's not going to give you the most real-world relevant information yeah. it might be good if you're looking at something a bit more historical yeah. but typically i think it's always best to go and actually have a conversation with someone um whether there's someone who's dealing with people who are buying in this space yeah. or dealing with someone who um is is looking for these services so that you can actually pick their brain and understand what pain points they have yeah. and then once you have all that information i think ai can definitely help you scale the content production mm. process or once you've developed a, a really solid piece of pillar content mm -hmm. the ai can help you perhaps you know very quickly generate you know a lot of uh, i guess more social media copy that you might be able to use mm. using that pillar content as i guess your root piece of content yeah um but yeah i think it's it's like I said, as a copywriter, for me, the actual writing task is always sort of the quickest part of the job. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the work that goes into preparing to write yeah. that, that, that takes the longest. And, you know, that's still something that I think to, to get the real human perspective on something mm. still takes time because it involves conversations. It involves reading, you know, things like Reddit or forums or that sort of stuff um, and, and getting a feel for what are people saying about this product or, mm. or what are people's pain points in this space um, and how am I going to craft something that speaks directly to those to those pain points and therefore makes them a bit more intrigued about how this particular solution can, can get them where they need to go. And that's exactly right because from an SEO point of view and it because I was having this conversation with someone the other day where he was saying, oh, Google is just getting so crap because there are lots of blogs out there and lots of information out there on the internet that mm. unfortunately you can't get it verified. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, the more um, TikToks that you actually watch or uh, YouTube shorts or um, Instagram reels, people are talking about their experience testing AI's knowledge in mm. a way. Um, and I think from an SEO point of view, again, what you want on your website is for people to find the information that you know they are looking for so answering their questions hence why you should understand their behavior what they're looking for um and i think like yes ai would definitely give you that information but at the end of the day it's exactly what you said if you don't talk to you know your your customers or uh in a in the tile shop that the example that you mentioned yep. if you don't have that information people are just going to bounce off your website and yep. they'll people are not stupid yeah we are not stupid. <laughs> I guess you can tell when, you know, something is written for um, computers or it's written for human beings. And, yeah. and we've just become smarter and smarter and identifying the right piece of content versus 
any content that is written just for the sake of ranking. Mm. Um, so even when people bounce off a website, that does affect the quality of your website behavior in Google's eyes. Yeah. Um, so that drops the engagement rate, uh, which is how long people are staying on a particular page or, you know, moving from one page to another. So I think, you know, you just nailed it. Um, mm. And look, from a personal point of view, I did use ChatGBT. I still use ChatGBT. Yeah. And I guess for me, it's more about, as you said, making sure that, you know, I've said the sentence correctly or I'm looking for ideas and I want, instead of brainstorming with someone who's probably busy within the team, just go to ChatGPT and be like, all right, what do you think of uh, this? And then I'll just... Yeah, it's a great starting point for idea generation. 100%. It's a great great sort of sounding board for getting some... Uh, maybe out of the box ideas. Exactly. I guess where its shortfalls are, uh, you know, making sure that everything that it spits out is fact checked. Yeah. I mean, misinformation on the internet isn't new with AI. I mean, that's always been a, a problem. Yeah. Um, and it's very easy for someone to self publish whatever they want. And yeah, unfortunately, there's a, you know, I think one of the critical skills that probably needs to start being taught in, in schools is that ability to uh, fact check what you're reading to be able to verify the sources that you're using. I think that's going to be like a super crucial skill Oh, my moving God, that's forward. a great idea. Um, you know, and something that, you know, you don't get a lot of media training in schools, but I think mm. that's something that probably needs to come to the forefront because, now, uh, the potential misuse of AI is that it just mm. exponentially increases the, the rate with which this misinformation can be produced and published. And the people that are going to rely super heavily on AI are the ones that are looking for shortcuts and are looking 100%. to just get things online without yep. taking the time to check that something's correct or check that, you know. I Like I literally, I ran a test. Yep. I took a bit of a risk with one of my very okay, regular clients. <laughs> where I literally, and they're in sort of a, a legal-ish sort of field. They're not yep. lawyers, but they're in a sort of field that's sort of heavily regulated. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to get ChatGBT or another, there was another one I think called Jasper AI. I, I yeah, got yeah, it yeah. To, to have a crack at um, writing one of their blogs. Mm. I didn't fact check it, nothing. I'm very sort of close with this client, so yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not scared to tell me if I've done something yeah. wrong. And I got this massive email back saying, you know, we can't possibly publish this. If we publish oh this, we'll God. get in trouble. There's all these things that that are wrong here um, that we could we're not actually allowed to talk about. And again, that just is a result of me asking the AI to do something with very little instructions. Yeah. I guess if I had trained it better on what this client can or can't say, I would have got a better outcome. But yeah. again, that's still time that I need to take. You know, if I already know that, I could I could have just written that, you know, without the need for yeah. any AI, right? So, um, yeah, I think that's going to be one of the interesting things that comes out of AI. It's, it's, it's made, I guess, content production a lot more accessible for a lot of people, which is mm. good but also bad because these people might not necessarily know what needs to go in to produce a really high-quality fact-checked um, article yeah. that, like you say, doesn't just get people to – come to the page or get Google to rank a certain page, but gets them to stay on the page and engage with the content. Because exactly. if, you know, it's all good and well to get a click, but if they're not, you know, staying on the page and engaging with it, then eventually, like you said, Google's going to look at this content and say, well, 90% of the people that come onto this page leave within a so, minute boom. Uh, and, and we'll see you later sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's definitely an area with a lot of, you know, uh, interesting promise mm. and some potentially bad 
outcomes as well. Dangerous so, even. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, you know, how, how many people just present something that they've read on the internet as fact? Oh, my God, um, heaps. Like, just in the last two years, well, yeah. we don't want to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> we but the in C the last word. two years. That, not that yeah. C word, the other C word. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, um, it's just... You're right. It's just the the facts and people will argue with you even if you're an expert. And I'm sure it happens to you all the time and it happens to me all the time when someone has read something on the internet and they come and then just argue with you on facts. And you're like, but hang on a second. I've been doing this for so long. I read this about this topic like so many times per day and I watch all the latest and you can't just be arguing with me. And I think you're right in that sense in some industries more than others, like the example that you gave about um, an industry that's heavily regulated. And then um, I was watching a video the other day where a GP actually did a similar test and I gave – symptoms to the AI and it gave him a diagnosis and then it was like oh that was a correct one mm. so he was really impressed but then when asking for how did you get that what are your sources AI started creating all those um documents that didn't even exist research yep. that didn't even exist yep. and I guess that's the scary part yep. which goes back to what you said um in regards to you should do your research yeah and then just use it as a tool yeah. to and help I mean, you perfect and whatever you're producing. Correct. And the tools are changing. So, I mean, we've been talking about we're going to do this episode like for the last month. Yeah. And <laughs> finally we're it's, doing we're, it. We're doing it finally. But in that month, so, so much has changed yes. already. So it's super quick. You know, I'm sure that by the time, you know, if we were to sit down and discuss this in another two months, it'd probably be a whole new range of tools to discuss. Oh, It'd be new functionality where it's probably pulling in the latest results from Google or, you know, Google might have its own chatbot by then. Obviously, they've, they've started yeah. that process. So, um, yeah, it's a it's super interesting space and I'm, I'm sure there'll yeah. be plenty more to come. We'll watch this space. Um, so I guess we do receive a lot of questions from our clients, from people. Like the other day, I received a, a question from an Uber driver the moment he realized that I actually work in digital marketing. And I guess the famous question is, are you worried about your career, Matt? <laughs> Not worried about my career. I think uh, it's an interesting sort of space where people will try and do a lot more of their own content marketing because of mm. um, because of the tools that are now available. But yeah. I think the I hate saying the word pivot because it's been overused for the last yeah. you know two three years. But I think the the thing that's going to make you know people like us stay relevant mm. is our knowledge of the tools, our ability to use them more effectively than the average Joe, Mm. Um, but also to still play a really pivotal role in that strategy space. Mm. I mean, yes, anyone can just jump on ChatGPT and create a whole heap of stuff. Um, You know, there's now text-to-image creators. They can go and create graphics, et cetera. But unless you know how to use the the tool and unless you have a strategy behind what you're doing, you're just going to be creating stuff for the sake of creating it. It's not – towards a, a certain end. So I guess, yeah, the way I look at it is it's being better at using the tools than anyone else and being still still staying crucial in that strategy piece Yeah. Um, where I still think humans have a big role to play, thankfully. So, yeah, yeah. how about yourself? Um, yeah, I totally agree. Look, I'm definitely not worried. As a matter of fact, again, we can't just hide behind the fact that it is a, a great tool. Like, let's face it. Um, and I think it will just help us become better at what we do. Um, and the f- 
the fact that it's just another um so the way that i see it is instead of just going to google searching so many different articles in order to get the you know the bottom line of something that i'm looking for i'll ask chat gpt or any ai tool and then what i'll do is i'll just make sure that it's the right information so instead of searching maybe for half an hour i will probably search for uh 15 minutes so that's half the time but i'm definitely not worried i'm actually and that's the thing with digital marketing it's a long process and um there's a lot of work involved that people would understand so when you see um, some people will definitely go and do it themselves but others are not even bothered they'll be like oh that's a lot of work Mm. that's why I'll pay you to do it it's just like anything else I can go out learn the piano by myself but do I really want to do that yeah and I think it's the same for us there will be people who would actually um I think the only drawback there will be heaps more of digital marketing out there yeah. that will just take that and and start selling it without having the knowledge. So more people will be, um, maybe, <laughs> yeah, you know, like captured by those. There's always cowboys. a cause and effect too. Exactly, like you know, now but, I've got clients who have done their first draft in yeah. GPT, but they want someone to still like a human to still look over exactly. it, do that fact checking piece and all that sort of stuff. So. Now that's a new service that you could you could offer, right? 100%. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it'll be a bit of a cause and effect over the next couple of years, probably. But yeah, uh, yeah I wouldn't say I'm worried about my career or job. Probably that's got good. time for for one more question. Yeah. So another question, and I think we've already answered. Basically, maybe we've already answered it. But if you want to give us like three tips to how to use AI to scale content creation what would be those three tips i think you know the the most important thing is starting with a really solid piece of core content Mm -hmm. so you know if if you've got a uh particular evergreen piece of content on your website make sure that that's super reliable and and high quality you could chuck that into a chat gpt and mm-hmm. then ask on the basis of this content you know give me three ideas for uh tiktoks or, or instagram reels yeah. uh, and then develop one. some some scripts that then you can go and shoot um you could you know potentially use it to create you know, five to six ideas for social media posts about that same topic. Yeah. Um, so I think where where it's really powerful is taking the core content and mm. then giving you all the other pieces you need to get that out there and promote yeah. it on social media, you know, create Google ads based on this content, you know, yeah, copy for Google ads, whatever. So, um, but it all starts from some, having something super high quality to begin Prepared. with. So I'm yeah. not sure if that's, you know, you agree with that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And uh, it's just doing the research just like anything else, uh, feeding it into the AI tool, getting that information, rereading it, and, um, yeah, just using it. And I think it's, again, I think it's a good tool if you want to create social media content. It will give you the ideas. I personally use it for um, my LinkedIn or even social media um, ideas. Um, meta titles, it can give yep. you really good ideas when you give it the keywords, be like, all right, this is what I want. So it will give you ideas. Again, I wouldn't copy and paste them. Mm. would still look at them, make sure they're relevant. And I think the third thing would be just any small piece of content, you know, a caption for social media yep. or a description for Google ads where you've fed it all the information that you wanted and yep. you're like, can you just make it better? Yeah. Um, and I think this is where it fine tunes. It's just like having a personal assistant, to Correct. be honest, like yep. a very smart personal yeah. <laughs> assistant to yep. help you out. So yeah, I would, um, I would definitely do that. And yeah. I, and even with the, um, Images, for example, yeah. I've seen beautiful creations, graphic yeah. design. I'm still not across how to it's make like, those. Wow, <laughs> that is insanely good. So yeah, yeah I think. Um, but as you said, there there are always pros and cons. It's just 
being, um, you know, smart when you're using that tool because yep. at the end of the day, it's still a tool that yep. we use, just how you use it. Yeah, perfect. Well, well that's, that's probably that's a good place to, to wrap up episode one. So I'll let you do the honors, LJ. Well, thank you so much, Matt. Thank you so much, guys, for uh, sticking with us. Uh, we hope it was uh, helpful and it gave you a little bit of idea on where we stand and uh, what you can do with um, a- an AI tool or ChatGPT or whatever. Um, and we are very excited that we've launched our first episode and we will be looking forward to uh, record the rest. So see you next episode. 